0: Out. I thought as long as I patched you in, it would work. But uh, apparently it didn't. Hey, so welcome back. This is Dave with Leaving Ring. I'm your host, uh, Dave Blance with Leaving Ring. And I got D Style with me from the D Style channel on YouTube. What's up, D? Chilly man. Can't wait to get this boxing talk started. That's for sure. I was trying to do the. I, I thought I figured out the whole Block Talk thing. So watch. The people that probably tuned in live for Block Talk, they're going to be pissed because I had to end it. Because I just can't figure it out. It says that we were live, but then it said it couldn't hear us. So whatever the case is, I'm just going to have to throw up the MP3 like I've been doing after we're done here uh, on YouTube. So um, what am I going to do? What am I going to say here? You know? Yeah, not much. <laughs> That's just shit. Sure. No shit, huh? You know? But, yeah. uh, you know, first off, man, uh, uh, hey, welcome to the show. It's like, this is the first time you've been on my channel, right? To talk boxing?
1: uh officially, yes, like I've called in and stuff before, but this is officially right. the first time that I'm on, yeah,
0: yeah, man. So you know, pretty much what we're gonna do today is we're just gonna talk what's really been kind of circulating around in sport, you know, it's not a a whole lot. There's a lot more like high hopes, if anything in boxing. um yeah, you know, like now Mike Tyson is throwing up. did you see that that his Instagram thing that he threw up? Of him throwing uh, hands at the hand mitts and the excitement that everybody's getting because, you know, the he, like yeah. at the end of that sequence of him, like uh, a different angles of him throwing his hands and his movement, which is a you gotta admit, at 53, he looks fucking pretty good, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, I, there's no argument there that I wouldn't get in the ring with him, you know, at 53. <laughs> I think the guy's still pretty goddamn. I'll pass, 50, right? Right? I'll yeah. pass, dude, but but. This kind of tells you where the state that we're at in boxing, because since, you know, the UFC just had their past weekend fights with no audience, having 1,200 people tested uh, for 300, I mean, not 1,200, 1,200 tests uh, for the COVID-19 for 300 people, knowing three people uh, uh, tested positive for it. They had their sport live on pay-per-view. I don't know how well it did. I didn't tune in to watch it. I'm not a UFC guy. Um, it's got to be relevant, or there's got to be something very intriguing for me to tune in, right? But it leaves us boxing fans kind of like hanging at that cliff of hoping, right? Like, you know, just wondering when the sports kind of come back that it's kind of sad that everybody is jumping up and down. And because right? there's such lack of, of content that you got now major sites to major mainstream sites jumping on Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's kind of brilliant, if you really think about this, bro. He picked the right time uh, in in a, in a period of this year, of this decade, that he decides to say, I'm back.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, he did say the words, I'm back. I, I don't know it, to what degree that means. You, you know what I mean? But uh, this is what I'll say, right? One, it was 15 years ago, bro. Right? I, I want people to understand, what were you guys doing? Like, stop for a second ask yourself, what was I doing? 15 years ago when Mike Tyson literally said out of his own mouth this ain't for me anymore I can't get in with the guys of this level and he wasn't even facing like a world beater bro All Right? and he said this is not for me I'm done, I'm thinking about my kids my parents, I'm not that animal anymore, that's what he said that's out of his mouth 15 years ago so does he look good hitting them do the hits, 8 punches Right on the mitt on the mitts, and people are like, "Oh my God, I, I think he could beat Wilder. I think he get in there right now with uh, with Joshua. Joshua's a glass chin. I think Tyson can get him. No, no, he ain't. He he ain't gonna get anybody in the top ten. He, he ain't get gonna get anybody in the top fifteen. Right, the moment he gets punched in the face by anybody, and I'm not even exaggerating, in the top fifty in the world. Okay, he's gonna be remember why he left the sport to begin with, and that was. 15 years ago, I bet you Right, you know before his final fight. He probably looked good hitting the mitts too, you know, right? He probably looked good hitting the heavy bag. He probably looked good doing all that but Man dude's old bro. He ain't, he ain't gonna do shit. Okay, not against any legitimate top Anywhere and I'm saying the top 50 and down he, he ain't gonna beat any of those guys And in, in fact, he'll get seriously hurt
0: You know, I gotta agree with you, man. I mean, you know, listen, here's the thing even when Mike when he lost to Danny Williams Mike was no longer I mean listen, he was he was He was physically fit right Uh, he was still a very vicious puncher and uh, He was a, a lot younger a lot lot younger by the way, Dave. Yeah.
1: Not to interrupt you, but power is the last thing to go, is, and he yeah. had that in abundance.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it is it is the last thing to go, but but the spirit of a fighter goes first. And Mike's spirit yeah. has long gone and passed. You know, uh, you know, dude. Yeah, did he look great throwing those hands on those mitts? Absolutely. I was just like, wow. Okay, he's got the speeds there, but we're talking about. And here's this man. I don't know about you, but I'm watching this, and there's really. After he throws a combination, they cut into another scene. But you kind of see that even with him throwing those hands, that he still kind of falls forward because the balance is really not there yet. You know, so th- that to me really tells me. You know, I mean, it's just a different ballpark. Okay, uh, when he gets in a guy that's been fighting, gets in with somebody that is a lot younger than them. Um, it's definitely more conditioned. Ken Mike would stand over two rounds. Kitty would stand over three rounds. I don't don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. He got in there with Kevin
1: McBride, bro, after six rounds, said, I'm good. Like, like he had like a lie. It wasn't he he quit the fight. He quit boxing. And, I mean, he literally said, I just don't want to do this anymore. He said, I haven't loved doing this since the 90s, since 1990. That tells you a lot. So, if anyone who actually believes that 15 years later, over the age of 50, he's going to come back and be a force to reckon with, nah. You know what I mean? If he wants to do some, you know, spar some ordinary dudes and beat on them for charity, that's cool. You know what I mean? Right. But, aside from that, man, I don't think it's a good idea for Mike. Um, And I I know you'll bring up a name in a little bit, um, but I just, just, uh, he shouldn't be in there with anybody serious at all.
0: I think <laughs> let's let's go with two. which. Because, you know, this is Mike's comeback. If he comes back, it might be a exhibition. If he comes back, it might be serious about whatever. Mike hasn't really confirmed it. I think he's teasing us with it, you know. But, right. you know, out of the three fights right now that people are circulating around, the rumors. OK, obviously, Oscar De La Hoya and McGregor got back into the. Twitter news by exchanging some words. Even Dana White. Oscar went after Dana White, called him a bitch. Uh, you know, rightfully so. Um, <laughs> it to the next you know, but you got Mike Tyson and everybody coming out of the woodworks. You even got Tyson Fury's dad, you know, saying, Hey, I'll fight Mike. Uh, Shannon Briggs, I'll fight Mike in the bare knuckles. Uh, Evander Holyfield, you know, jumping at the opportunity to get a third match with Iron Mike, you know. But Iron Mike against any one of those guys. De La Hoya versus McGregor, and even you know Floyd Mayweather, which he's confirmed he's not coming back. But if he was to, and possibly you know the names, the name that was brought up that was uh, uh, that people were kind of like bouncing off the idea was Adrian the Problem Broner. Adrian, I am a problem to myself, Broner. Out of those three three guys, name right now, those three fights right now, what do you think if if you if you had to put your money up because of where we're at, the state of the game of where we're at, which one to you is more more feasible what's more which one is more uh, uh worthy of your hard earned blue collar money bro
1: you know it's actually not that difficult of a of a decision for me i'll take money Mayweather over adrian again so adrian broner uh to fight uh broner at the very least in losing the efforts. But which it had recent fights with manny pacquiao right you know went the distance you know got Thoroughly be, but but he still went to distance with Pacquiao uh, He's gone a distance with Mikey Garcia g- again another fight. He lost a, a draw with Jesse Vargas So he's active a- and and there's a storyline there with, with Floyd and and Broner There's a background story It's not don't get me wrong. It's I'm basing this off of the options But uh, that's definitely the fight. I would prefer to see uh, definitely- I think it would be Like I'm telling you right now, man, I don't know what would break first for Broner—his heart or his will—but we would find out if he fought Floyd.
0: I tell you what, AJ, ten Mayweather versus Broner would be the boxing match. The others are sideshows. I gotta agree with you. But I'm gonna tell you this, AJ, uh, D-style: the Broner and Mayweather conferences would be the—they would steal the show. You want to talk about some trash talking? And I think a lot of shit that's. Behind the scenes, that has kind of really been eating at Broner because Broner's been in the shadow for a very long time. I mean, this guy was considered the next Floyd Mayweather at one time, and he's been like edging to put Floyd on blast. Remember when he was like at that point? He was at that that like you know uh, meltdown where he started talking about Big Brother. You know, he started, like, letting his mouth go, but then Big Brother got a hold of him and was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing here, man? You know, I think this this is what really kind of pushes everything over the edge for Broner if they were to fight, because all the juicy shit that we all want to know about would come out, like, free and clear out of Broner's mouth, man.
1: I'll say this. Uh, I know who would get the upper hand, uh, not only in the fight, but also in the press conferences, because... There's a lot of things, a lot of praise, um, that that Broner has given to you know to Floyd Mayweather, bro. Like oh, yeah. over the top praise. Yeah. And, and when you when you praise another man like that over the top, over and over again, man, they'll have something over you for life, you know. And I think Floyd will just rub that in. Like, remember, I was your idol. I, I never I never thought shit about oh, you. Bro. Like, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? So would hurt i think that's what i'm saying i don't know what will fall first for broner his heart or his
0: spirit hmm i think it's already have fallen i think we've seen that from from broner i mean the envy is obvious man uh when it comes to, to you know to floyd for floyd yeah. you know you know what i mean but i think you're right i think floyd would would cut deep by reminding him like hey dude you you wanted to be you wanted you know You wanted to be like Mike. (laughs) You wanted to be like money. It was never the other way around, man. But I I would definitely, I would just, just to see them go at it verbally, I think that would be a sparring match within itself, you know, versus where Conor McGregor and De La Hoya would be, it would be a shit show, a sideshow, whatever kind of show you want to call it. But I think that you're going to probably have some real, like, I don't think Oscar's going to hold back and you know, I don't, I, I find it hard to believe that that Oscar would shake off that ring rust and be completely ready for Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, regardless of anything, he's going to be very physical and he's a, you know, big guy, you know? Um, but I think that it's going to be leather thrown for the least, whatever duration that lasts is two or three rounds. Yeah. You know, bro, uh,
1: this is what I'll say. Okay. Floyd Mayweather is a little dude, okay? Conor McGregor, if he was a boxer, right, this dude would be like a middleweight, right? Mayweather walked this guy down, yeah. right? Mayweather didn't fight he us. He literally just put his mitts up and walked him down and was at times even laughing while he was doing it. And I honestly, I honest to God believe he carried Conor McGregor. Um, what a coincidence that once he overhit. Right for the fight or the over under, all of a sudden he picked up the the pace and got him out of there. Um But put that aside, De is a different type of fighter than a Mayweather. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that, even though he's old and all that, if he gets in semi decent shape, once he lands that left hook, bro, he'll knock Conor McGregor out. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, I understand where Austria was coming from I w- one thing I will say though I, I wish Austria would just drop it like, you know like why are you talking about UFC why are you talking about that Dana doesn't pay UFC fighters good who cares you know what I mean I'm a boxing fan that like if they don't pay the MMA fighters good good I, I want boxers to be the highest paid fighters not MMA fighters what are you doing you know what I mean like I just don't understand what that's about he has this beef with He's Dana.
0: I mean, listen, that, I mean, that's I get what a promoter it, yeah. does. If you want to stay relevant, you, you tack on to somebody that's doing, you know, well. I mean, let's think about it. Dana White move could is, is a sleazeball move by putting lives at risk and these athletes at risk and, you know, showing the greediness that the UFC and his company has. But but yeah. he did it. And boxing is at a standstill. So Oscar attaching himself is still, I mean, look how many UFC uh, uh, fans, you know, these these uh, uh, Dana protectors came out and attacked uh, De La Hoya on, on his Twitter. Right. So Oscar obviously did exactly what he was looking to do, which was strike some some sparks. To you know to to what was going on so that his name is attached to it the job was done successfully That's what a promoters uh, should do Bob Arum has done it Don Keene has done it. Everybody's done it except for Al Heyman, you know Al Heyman doesn't talk to the press, but uh, I I Think he did. I I have no problem with it. Honestly. I don't have a problem with it I think my only problem is that if you're gonna talk about another sport another promoter You need to fit the bill into getting us good fights and, and it's not to say that Oscar hasn't done that but you got to follow suit on to if you're gonna attack somebody else of Lacking giving them money and or whatever the case is that you're attacking them for You better be on point because the one thing that fans do are they are very particular and they look at every little Underline that is out there so that they can jump on you in Twitter because Twitter is such a free base place to attack You now, you know, what's up G funk? How you doing brother? that's right uh shout out to chief funky look i mean i agree you know it's good for
1: promotion but uh, i mean he did delete that tweet that he put out to dana so uh, i'm one of those guys you are gonna go go for it then go for it like don't go halfway on me like don't make me go damn you got him and then you delete the tweet you know <laughs> yeah definitely. like like at least go all the way uh maybe i was just thinking about other stuff like i don't know if the zone wants me to be talking like this you know so um, so I understand all that, but at the end of the day You know he Look, you know, he gave his opinion. He doesn't think Conor could go many rounds with him But I just feel like it's an unnecessary thing really like you know, I mean, I'd rather Oscar spend his energy talking about some guys under his banner man like Ryan Garcia you know, Virgil Ortiz and right. a lot of great fighters. He could be talking about like I'd rather him say Conor can't go two rounds with Virgil Ortiz you know what I mean? And that could mm-hmm. get people talking about Virgil Ortiz. Instead of getting himself over, you're retired, bro. You know what I mean? That's just I what know, I think. You know,
0: that limelight, I, I bet you that's just so hard to kind of shake yeah. off. You know what I mean? And, you know, Dana White, I mean, Dana White's never even stepped in the ring or the octagon. I mean, he's wrestled maybe and, and his family had not owned a, a boxing gym. But to say that he's a, you know, a legitimate fighter or to say what he knows – what fighters go through? It's kind of ridiculous. I, I, you know, I don't know about you. I would fucking yeah. x out Conor McGregor. I would rather see Oscar De La Hoya uh, versus Dana White. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know. Well, we already know how they
1: feel about that, bro. You know, uh, it's he called out Dana to a boxing fight. Mm-hmm. I thought he was serious because Dana was, you know, told he's been telling everybody for years he was a boxer. Bro. Okay. Right. Is it like, like, oh, yeah, I used to be in boxing. You know, I was a tough guy from from uh, Boston, Boston. You know what I mean? I grew up in the streets. I used to be a boxer. He used to tell people that. Right. So Oscar was like, hey, you're a lot bigger than me. Let's do it then. Right. And uh, th- then he challenged Del- uh, DeLoya to an MMA fight all of a sudden. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, um, I mean, I get it. That there's still those competitive juices or whatever that, that DeLoya wants to, that he can't let go of, you know, but... At the end of the day he is a promoter now though you know what i mean it's just it's just time to you know put the limelight on your fighters there's ways to do it you know it's just my opinion like for example he couldn't if he wants to talk about money like that then tell these mma fighters okay like it won't happen but we're talking about promotion right hey uh, so that dude you just paid like Fifty thousand dollars or four thousand uh, dollars, you know. Since you think MMA is better, why, why don't we get him in the ring with one of my prospects, Virgil Ortiz? Mm. See if he can last three rounds with him, or something like that. And and the, that'll get his fighter's name out there, and it'll get the same reaction, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but he, you know, it's just like every promoter; they don't want to help each other out. You know, they they just don't want to do that. They don't want to give another entity uh, a boost. So I, I don't ever seen that yeah. e- ever see that happening. You know. Um, I rather, like I said, I rather uh, play with the the fantasy of Dana White and Oscar. I mean, just just think about it. Just imagine that, you know, them getting in there, and Oscar letting one of those left hooks go and landing on Dana, and just seeing what what Dana's really made out out of. Because if anything, that's what the ring, or even the. Well, other- I don't think I don't think we have to wait on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> Once he lands a jab, bro, the has a
1: good jab. Once he lands a jab, on he might not even need the jab, but it's just to right. see, like, just land the jab and see what happens with Dana. Cause, dude, I remember Dana, bro, was challenging UFC fighters to you're boxing fights. You uh,
0: challenging Ortiz? Remember
1: that? Yeah, he wanted to fight him in a boxing fight. Yeah. and he was telling everybody, I used to beat up Tito Ortiz all the time. I, I was the boxer. You know, okay, if you were a boxer, you I don't see. And you're talking the way you're talking, I don't see what the problem is, Dana. At all. You know what I mean? But he, he won't fight. He won't box Oscar, though. Like, he he knows. He can't box
0: Oscar. the lawyer. Yeah. You know, the thing about Dana, though, man, if you look at his face, right? Is not me, bro? But is he always, like, his face is always, like, swollen. Like, he used to be a fighter. Like, his face has me, met the mat numerous times out of his life. <laughs> but he's never done that. You know I mean? Look, you're know, playing around in the octagon or even in the ring is, like I, I mentioned earlier, It it doesn't compare to what Oscar, especially Oscar De La Hoya, even Conor McGregor, what they have done, yeah. or like a Tito Ortiz, what they've done in, in their career. These guys, are, these guys are legends in their own right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. AJ says, you know, Dana would only agree to make it in the octagon. I, yeah, yeah. But I don't even know how well he would do in the octagon. I really don't. I mean, I think he'll get Oscar down on his back, but I think that Oscar's hand speed still, I think at Oscar, well, hold is Oscar, like 46. I think he's like my age, right? 46, 47, maybe even 48 or something like that. I think Oscar's hand speed would... would, would he's about four years that. older than Mayweather. How old is Mayweather? I don't know, man. I think Floyd's like 46. Like 41 or 42 maybe. Okay. Somebody in their chat room tell us. You know? Yeah. Nopal says, uh, what do you say here? Uh, I think Delahoy already kinda took McGregor. He wasn't challenging him, which is weird because the because that would be a massive payday for both. I, I it would be a massive payday. But what? I think I think people would I think be I think look, I I think people would buy into it because of the fact of where we're at. But if this was a year ago, or a year after what's going on in the world right now, D style. I don't think I think everybody would be like this is a sideshow. But I think yeah. that this is so bad right now of what's going on. I think that that we take it in a heartbeat because I think that it's only going to last two or three rounds, whether it's in the octagon or it's in the boxing ring. Uh,
1: here, here's what I'll say. So I decided it would be a good payday, but it's not like Oscar's hurting for money, and neither is McGregor and
0: for mcgregor's side like i could see i lost it would you say oh can you hear me yeah go ahead now yeah look for mcgregor what? So,
1: so basically for mcgregor i could see in his side i have nothing to lose if 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 he loses he could just do what all the mma guys always do uh but it wasn't a real fight it was just boxing if it was in the octagon i would have beat him and you know you can always say that i'm not even the boxer and i was uh, i was there for four rounds against them or whatever right right so it's really a win and for oscar the lawyer what does he have to gain he has nothing to gain hmm. like you know if he knocks out mcgregor well you were supposed to do that you said he would do that first of all um you, you say you don't respect his skills at all so you were supposed to knock him out and if he struggles with McGregor or even if he loses, what would that do to his reputation? I just, I don't see an upside at all for an old Oscar De la Hoya to do this, to be honest.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he's what, probably getting 15, 20, maybe even 25%, the company itself off of uh, Canelo. And the Canelo deal and the separate deal that they have with the zone, you know, um, I, who, who, of course, everybody wants a little bit more on top of the cake, right? You know, but I, I, I agree with you. I don't think he needs the money. And, I don't, I, you know, I think it's a bigger fight for Conor McGregor to fight somebody that's active, like Manny yeah. that That's a big fight, you know. But I'd rather – I'd honestly – if I want to see Conor McGregor back, I want to see him against, you know, Masvidal, somebody like that. You know, somebody that really is uh, – uh, there's a reasoning behind it. You know, Conor McGregor – you know, trying to fight, uh, you know, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, who's not an active fighter. He's 47 years old. We were just told right now in the chat room, yeah. 47 years old, who's now a full-time promoter. It doesn't do anything for his resume. What does it do in terms of when Oscar De, De La Hoya fought like Janero Hernandez, uh, or like, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, who, these were older warriors on their way out already. You know, that made sense. With with Conor McGregor fighting Oscar de la Hoya makes no, absolutely no sense except for what would go into the banking. Excuse me. Well, I'll tell
1: you what Mm -hmm. a lot of MMA fans want these matchups because they have nothing to lose in these matchups. Okay? If if they lose, well, we're supposed to lose, but but your your guys can't come to the octagon, though. We'll destroy you there. That's their
0: new argument now.
1: Yeah, that's that's what they say, yeah. but but they keep wanting to box these fighters. Masvidal was calling out Canelo. I mean, that's a mismatch in a boxing fight, you know. But he's got nothing to lose, you know. What I mean, like, what if they start the fight and McGregor, I'm, I'm sorry, Canelo pulls a muscle or something, or you know what I mean? Just wow. some freak accident happens and he wins the fight or something. Like, you know, they got nothing to lose. That that that's why they want to engage in these boxing fights. And I find that interesting, you know what I mean? Mm. But at the end of the day, I wish boxing would just focus on boxing. Um, I, I I don't really like boxers calling out McGregor and all that personally. It makes them look a little too thirsty for my liking. You know, call out the boxers and go from there. And, and shout out to Floyd. I'll give Floyd credit for saying the following. He said, yeah, he's done fighting boxers, right? Any fight he does, it will. Will be a quote-unquote entertainment type fight like with a Conor McGregor, Hmm. right? Because he's basically admitting, like, I don't want to fight boxers anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'm done training to fight boxers. If I fight, I'm just going to box MMA dudes. (laughs) Like, he's admitting it's just
0: for entertainment purposes. Let's be real. As a promoter, Oscar takes shots from everywhere. So to win at 47... Would be, eh, I don't see what happened. I can't read the rest of it because, all right, let me put it up there. Okay. Oscar takes shots from everywhere, so a win at 47 would be an improvement for his reputation. I don't know how it's that. What do you mean? Improvement for his reputation. You know? I just, I would rather see him. Well, I think um, a
1: win at 47, I think, I believe. I don't want to put words in no Paul's. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pod's mouth here, but I believe, and you can confirm, I think he's talking about the uh, pantyhose and all that stuff. Oh, so it'll take I attention out of that. that. <laughs> and they'll just—I think people will forget about that and be like, "Damn!" Remember the fighter? There's a lot of people, bro, have forgotten the fighter Oscar De You know what I mean?
0: Oscar's always gotten flack though, even from before any of that. You know what I mean? I remember, you know, Oscar beating everybody from Ruelis, Gotti you know uh uh Cortes, all these guys and 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 there, the credit was never there you know i remember going to uh, uh, uh a family get together to watch bad blood oscar de la Hoya versus fernando vargas and i was the only de la Hoya fan there and everybody else was the vargas fan you know there was there's always been an underlying hatred for oscar de la Hoya. you know he is not mexican enough and he's not american enough If anybody wants to talk about the struggle of being a Mexican-American, I think this kid has every right to talk about how never being accepted from both sides because, one, he was either too pretty, too good, and he had everything too easy, supposedly too easy, especially too easy as a fighter. It's always kind of like sparked up my, my, my antenna like too easy as a fucking fighter. You imagine that, getting punched in the goddamn face for a living.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I'm kind of in line with you. So, a lot of um, my cousins and you know the younger generation really liked De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. Um, But my uncles hated De La Hoya, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of my older cousins as well, and they they never admitted it. But it's because he beat Chavez. That's what it was. Like you know what I mean? I think it stemmed from that. But even before that, I remember remember he was winning like the WBO belts. You know, so they wouldn't give him like any credit because he didn't beat any of the real champions. And I remember thinking to myself, he's just a kid. Like yeah. he, he literally, he, he just had like 14 fights. Like, and you wanted to fight like like the the world right now. And and I remember, and he beat Hernando Hernandez it was a good win. Oh, bro,
0: it was phenomenal. It was great win. Thank he dominated. Dude, he beat him better than Floyd did, bro. Yeah, yeah. And nobody ever mentions that. You know what I mean? And he was devastating.
1: Now did he stay there long? No, but at the end of the day, he put in the sacrifice and he made the weight. I don't care, although he was too big, he made the weight, right? And a lot of guys are doing that now, anyway. But uh, he moved, moved up to 140. I think he was a natural 147 pounder at some point. Um, that, that's I think that's the, that was his best weight, you know. And uh, he did great, dude. Like and and he had controversial fights, but he was fighting everybody. That's what happens when you fight everybody. It's going to be controversial fights, you know. And I, a lot, of, I knew a lot of Mexicans, bro, that gave them no credit for taking all those chances. And every single fight, they said Deloya lost. Uh, you know, they, they would never give him anything. And it all came down to this Fernando Vargas fight because they were giving Vargas all this credit. All the credit when in he, the hadn't world. Done, yep. he hadn't done anything close to what Deloya had done. Okay. And I liked Vargas. I really did, man. I was excited when he was, was on the come up. I think they put him in there with Trinidad a little too soon, but but anyway, it was my cousin's quinceanera, right? Hmm. And everyone including my grandfather snuck out and we went to my cousin's house to watch that fight It was divided bro. Half of that house was all Vargas Half of that fight was De La Hoya for the like I remember the first round the Vargas fans wouldn't shut up uh (laughs) But,
0: but like, dude, like Vargas. But then, they were just like Vargas. You would to shut up, dude? The rounds were a little topsy-turvy, bro. And I'll tell you, when he knocked them
1: down with that lead talk, it was beautiful. Um, and, and then he stopped them. And Deloitte was one of the best finishers in the game. Oh, he kind of he was going to end the fight right there. And I remember half of that. They swore, they swore it was stopped early. Like, ah, it was, the fix was in. They stopped it early, you know. But the best part was the following, dude. I don't know if you were on the same boat, but I was waiting for Vargas to tell us why he hated Deloitte so much, you know. Because he said, I'm not going to tell anybody, but once I beat him, when I beat him, I'm going to tell everybody why I don't like him. Dude, is it true dude, that it was because he fell down or yeah, something like that? Laughed? <laughs> he fell
0: down. The, he found out. Listen, listen. I would who's, to who's to say that really happened? You right. I'd like to ask Fernando Vargas that. Like, he pushed you? No, no, he didn't push him Oscar didn't push. Him. They're running down up on the track in Big Bear. He, Fernando Vargas, slips, rolls down the hill, and he says that he witnesses with his own eyes Oscar De Ojeda jogging by and laughing. Didn't stop to see whether or not he was okay. But what is he? Your mother? Yeah, is yeah to I'm like, well, dude. I mean. <laughs> Hey, you know let me tell you this that that actually sounds like a real story that a Chicano would do because if I saw you distal Slip and roll down a goddamn hill my first reaction is I'm gonna laugh first And if I'm not really cool with you, I'm gonna keep jogging like I don't even know you it's like that old saying like George Lopez said He's like fucking Chicanos. Are, this is the way we are we see somebody gonna roll in and and back into a vehicle, right? The white the white guy is gonna go like, hey, go, hey, hey, and he's gonna flag you down. He's gonna run and go, how you totally almost just hit this vehicle? Us Mexicans were different. We're just different. We're the ones were like, hey, did it hey, happen? Hey, hey, look at, it, hey, no. you get out, hey, look Thanks. what's gonna happen, bro. Look, look, bro, look what's gonna happen. We don't prevent the accident. So what was Fernando Vargas? Fernando Vargas is supposed to be the epitome of Chicano. That's what he stamps himself, Aztec warrior. What are you crying about, them, bro?
1: Like, I just, I couldn't believe when I heard that story, bro. I was that's it. I thought the lawyer did something horrible to him or
0: something. I thought, I thought he, well, I, the other story is that, that Fernando was that they both ended up at some like, uh, like hall in Big Bear. And, and, you know, Fernando was getting all the attention, but then, you know, pretty boy Oscar walks in and steals all, all of his light, you know? And, and there was just that, 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 Overall, which I believe too. I believe that 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 got underneath the skin of Fernando Vargas. You know, that this guy who was an Olympian, uh, getting, you know, uh, all the press, everything was surrounding him. But that's what, that's what, that's to me, that should have feud him, that should have fed him a a better fuel of training harder and wanting to be better than Oscar de la Hoya, which he decided to test positive for steroids in their fight.
1: Yeah, he wanted that win bad. <laughs> he, he wanted the win bad, but uh, in the end, though, uh, that was a great fight. But, you know, it, it was a very satisfying, like, like Jim Lamney said, right after the fight, the most satisfying victory it probably was. It was great. Um, it was great. Th- that was something. Yeah, bro.
0: I still watch that fight. At least, I'm not going to see, you know, I'm not even bullshitting. I, I watched that fight maybe four or five times out of every year. That's one of my fights. I have to sit down, crack open a few beers and just watch it and not watch just the fight. I have to watch like the conference, uh, you know, it, the buildup to that fight because it it, 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 I think that a lot of times boxing, even right now, the, the narratives are not as in depth of what we should be getting to get yeah. us excited. You know, like the promoters are really not promoting. They're not, they don't really have the PR teams that they need to get these stories out. Or it's just maybe it's because it's so easy now. It's like right in the touch of our hands that we we overlook some of the 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 backstories of these guys. That there's some real level of of hatred between some fighters. You know, there are some really yeah. r- real like real life uh, uh, grudges between a lot of these fighters. But we're not tackling them. There's a lot of uh, uh, media guys. They're not looking at that because they're being bombed You know. They're looking for other shit to get these quick clicks. They're not looking for real stories. Is what I'm trying to say. They're not looking for these real meaty stories at all. They're looking for quick clicks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I've seen a lot of that, but in the end, you know, I, what I want to know: How bad was his fall? Like, I, just, I need to know. <laughs> like, like it, he's making it sound like he was he fell off Niagara Falls, and Deloyo was like, ha. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I could have sent you hating to do it if you survived that fall, but it couldn't have been that bad of a fall. What was he supposed to do? Like, like pull out a uh, first aid kit or
0: something? I thought, uh, I, I heard, I heard This is what I heard. I heard he fell, he was rolling, and what he heard that caught his attention was this from Oscar. I got the sound bite of Oscar. Sure. Stupid! You're so stupid! <laughs> Hold on, man. My landscapers are here. Let me go to that door
1: sure Great timing. yeah yeah that's right look at this live and uncut ladies and gentlemen that's what you call this right look at that
0: uh, background all right so andy ruiz is back he got with uh eddie bronoso who is the head trainer to uh saul canelo alvarez how do you feel about it how do i feel about it how does everybody feel about it that's tuning in i gotta tell you this man I don't think it makes a huge difference to tell you the truth. I know Eddie Renoso, he's got the, the big step right now as a great trainer because what he's done and accomplished with Canelo Alvarez, working with Canelo Alvarez throughout all these years, uh, definitely has improved and helped Canelo's uh, 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 punching power, his uh, his movement, his counter punching, his head movement, everything that we've seen of late of Canelo, we got to give it, contribute to Eddie Renoso. But Andy Ruiz himself is a sensation. Okay, anybody in Southern California in the gym circuits, anywhere you go, any media person you talk to that's been covering the sport for the past 15, 20 years are going to tell you Andy Ruiz has always been a very, very good fighter. He's very special. It's Andy Ruiz who is against himself. He's been around the circuit, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's been around the block. I don't know what Eddie can do. The only person that I could see. That's gonna contribute by by getting better is Andy Ruiz Yeah Well, I'll tell
1: you what so Do I see Andy getting motivated here and, and maybe for a fight or two? You know doing this thing it wouldn't be the first time he's done that so I could see that the question <laughs> is Can we get Andy Ruiz? you know to continue being disciplined, continue training for a long period of time. History shows us that the odds are probably not. I hope I'm wrong because I'm a big, big fan of Andy Ruiz. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, Eddie Ruiz knows how you going to babysit this dude. Like, like he's not going to, like, does he think Canelo's going to show up to his doorstep and knock on the door? Like, hey going to like you know like you, he does he think that's going to happen and i have another question for you david why why did he announce that he's joining team canelo like when have you seen a fighter get with a trainer and say they're joining the team of that fighter maybe i don't know but maybe you have an example for me i never seen that before that was a little too fanboyish to me and it tells me a lot about his motives here you know, like, like, are you going with Reynoso because you think he's the right fit for you and you're going to mesh well and he's going to be a good trainer for you? Or are you going because you just think, well, he's with Canelo, so it's it's all going to work out, you know? Are you doing it because you want to train with Canelo? Like, I'm kind of
0: confused about that. That's a good question. I don't know, man. You know, here's my, here's my thought with that, too. Is, like you just mentioned right now, is Eddie Reynoso going to put up with the slacking that Andy Ruiz tends to to bring what every camp that he's went to uh have complained about is Eddie Renoso yeah. going to be captain sableho I don't think he is does Eddie Renoso need the money to babysit you know uh as as like as hungry as Andy Ruiz's last trainer was you know uh that was a guy that was putting some real dedication behind the yeah. ruiz you know that was really putting the work what is what exactly do you think andy ruiz is going to do for i mean i mean i'm sorry eddie reynoso going to do for andy ruiz i i don't know i don't know anything because everything that i've seen that eddie reynoso has done for canelo has been through a drawn out time period it's not an over right success. right right even with ryan Gar- garcia you know everybody's like oh man i see so much improvement how do how are you see that with one or two rounds with, with Ryan Garcia? You know, I mean, if anything, we have seen Ryan being matched good by his matchmaker, by Golden Boy. They've been doing their job, their part. They have a much better understanding, further understanding of how to match make, where Al Heyman and PBC, it took them a minute to figure out yeah. how to match make, make their guys, where they're still having problems doing, which is phenomenal for us fight fans. To see, because we end up getting upsets after upsets. I I said this, uh, uh, what, a couple months back. I said, PBC tend to continue to give us the best mismatches or upsets in the game so far, which you can't be mad about. Going back with Eddie Reynoso, I just don't see what Eddie can do for him. And and Eddie, to me, is not a hungry trainer that really needs, you know, Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz needed that clout by saying, hey, Team Canelo... Uh, rather than being, hey, I just got me a new trainer, Eddie Ronoso. I mean, what,
1: what What I want to know is, what was it, like, Like a question I would like to ask Andy, or if, if anybody's ever asked him, what is it, you know, that Robles didn't do? Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, we know what he did do. Well, what didn't he do that, you know, you got rid of him?
0: Exactly. What did you we know I mean? do? That's a good question. What did
1: what? It's, it's just it's, like like why'd you get rid of them? It's just it's like a bizarre kind of. Um, and what is it that Reynoso could do that Robles didn't do? I think it you was know, his I, dad. I, I'm though confused about that.
0: I think I think Ruiz's dad had more, more. Okay. You know, behind that than than Andy Ruiz himself. I think his dad is like our president right now. They need to blame somebody else rather than blaming the source, which is themselves. You know, I, I think that's well, where it's at. You know, and Andy. That Sidney, might win you elections, but it's not going to win you a fight. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's going to win him. It, it won him clicks. It won him attention. But is it going to win him fights? I think it's going to win him maybe the first, second fight. But I think that what happens after that is it's quickly. We may see Andy Ruiz go back to being Andy Ruiz. You know?
1: Man, let me tell you, if this doesn't work out, bro. It's gonna be a bad look for Ruiz. I I don't know who will. He might trainers might do like a one fight, you know, deal with him or something because (laughs) I I just don't like trainers don't want to be babysitters, bro. Like they don't want to show up and like like, the only guy I remember like really like going out of his way was uh, Henry. uh, What was his name? Uh, Trainer of uh, Ariola? Henry Ramirez. Ramirez, yeah. He would like be knocking on Ariola's door. Uh, Come on, man. You gotta get out, bro. We gotta go training, and uh, you yeah. wouldn't open the door. Like that's the only dude I couldn't remember. Like that's like was dedicated. You know what I mean? But
0: I even, don't see Ray Even even Henry, dude, was at a point where he's like, "Listen, yeah, Chris is Chris. I mean, we're, I'm not gonna be chasing him down. If he's not gonna show up, he's not gonna show up and stuff. You know. And uh, hey, man, you know everybody's making fun about the landscape. I, I gotta support my people too. You know. <laughs>
1: I like how the chief fuck. It was like I have landscapers too, but I do my own grass though. Like <laughs> like that gives you extra Mexican points or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got. Yeah. Two, hey, listen, I got two kids. You know that. Yeah. Twenty-one and eighteen, and I, I had them. One. Let me tell you this, bro. This is how we know our generation is fucking doomed. Okay. I had both my boys do my landscaping one time, and doing just to line up the grass. It was crookeder than my dick, bro. It was like all over the place. You had one spot bald. You had another spot full of fucking, you know, a, a weed still. I mean, and no, and then they they blow the leaves, but they don't pick them up. So that's when I oh, like, wow. I'm done. I work all freaking day. I told the wife, I look, listen, I work all day. I'm not gonna take a day out of my weekend, especially if there's fights or whatever, and do the landscaping. Like, I think I've earned the right to pay somebody else and. You know, luckily I found this one guy. He does a phenomenal job, man. I mean, this guy rain or shot. I mean, because you know, I used to do landscaping back in the days when I was a kid. I used to work for this company, right? And uh, bro, when it rained, we didn't work. This I'm G D. This this guy, it's it's just fucking lightning and everything. And this homeboy is out there still yeah. mowing and blowing. There you go. Yeah, he's still blowing. And if he's not blowing it, he's sweeping it up old school way. <laughs> I, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Yo, yo! I like. Uh,
1: this was a long time. Real quick. Um, I remember me and my dad. I was just a kid. There was a lot of weeds in the front, and uh, this guy shows up. He said, "Yo, oh, le le like can I clean? You uh, know, like yeah. Yeah, let me clean your yard, like ten bucks." Uh, and I looked at the yard, like ten bucks. God, this guy's like, "Yeah, no, no, look, look, let me show you." And then he started doing it. Yeah. So can I a lot of and you want me to do it? He's already like almost like quarter done. Like Showing us how he cuts weeds and stuff like that was it. Well, I mean, you already got started. So I get yeah, oh, sure <laughs> You know, I'll give you 20, you know, but uh, yeah, man a lot of people out there, you know, doing their thing She yeah. fuck you taking a job mowing his lawn, bro
0: How green my grass is you know, I'll tell you a quick little story one time I'm at the nursery uh, picking up some uh, some uh, uh, like sod and all that for my yard and uh, <clears throat> This this vehicle comes up dude and he goes, senora, tenenta, tenenta, you know, and I was like, no, ahorita no tengo nada para, you know, I have no work. I'm sorry, guys, if you don't speak, Spanish. Right. you know, I don't have no work and all that. But um here, man, I pulled out money and I was giving him and the man got, senojo Se el senor, like the man got mad, bro. He goes, no, no, you don't quiero nada, you don't quiero tu neto, yo quiero trabajar. Like he goes, I don't want your money. You know, I mean, he took it offensive, bro. I mean, he was pissed. Like, this guy was ready to, you know, de la me for a, sh- you know, short minute, man. And he goes, no, no, I, I want to work. If you got yeah. work, I'll take the work. I, I'm not a, a charity, he told me in Spanish. And I was like, no, 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 I didn't mean to offend you. That's not what I meant. I said, here, man, just take it, because I have no work to give you, but I do got a few dollars that I can give you to help you out, get some water, whatever. And the man took, like, he took a breather, bro, and he was like, oh, okay, okay. He took it, but it just shows you, <laughs> You know, where we at as a, as a people? How we are, man. You know, we don't like hand-me-downs. We like to work our asses off. But anyways, talking about no hand-me-downs and making comebacks, we got three guys. We got Lucas Matisse, Marcos Madonna, yeah. uh, Chino Madonna, and Evander Holyfield. These guys are talking about a comeback. Who's got a greater success, guys? Who's got a greater success, D-Style, of having a comeback <laughs> if they step back into that ring?
1: Well, well okay, let's take Holyfield out of here. <laughs> Holy is to go, bro. Okay. <laughs> um, as the two Argentine dudes, um look man, if 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 my, I, I know my Donna like I, I saw some footage of him training and then and then he literally said, Yeah, I don't want to do this, you know what I mean? So Matisse was fighting a little more, uh he did get knocked out by Manny Pacquiao, but And Victor Post probably him. Yeah, like probably him, you know what I mean, but who I would like to see back is Madonna, bro. Like I was a big fan of Madonna. Yeah, I'd like to see him back. You know what I mean? I'd like um, to see Madonna know... back.
0: But Madonna right now, he looks like he 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 ate the goddamn heavy bag, man. Every time it I looks see like him, he Ooh. he ate Madonna.
1: Like you know what I mean? It's like another dude that ate him. You know, like he's living the Rock. life
0: though. I, I gotta give it to him, man. He made his money fighting Floyd. Made his money fighting Broner. He's made his money by by entertaining and 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 just bringing this cult following. Of fans, you know, to him. and he, he's he's really become a phenom in his right because, yeah. like you and myself, I, I like Chino a lot. I remember when Chino came down to uh, uh, to San Jose, California, the HP Pavilion to fight Robert Guerrero. They were going to fight before the fight was called off. I can't remember why. Oh, because Robert got hurt in sparring, and that was going to be a great fight. I think it was like at one thirty-five or one forty at the time. No, one forty. And uh, yeah, I was like so excited about that. And from when he came from there and he was unknown, I mean, he had just beat Victor Ortiz, but he still was not a very, like, you know what I mean? He still wasn't a very known guy, you know, Um, he lost to, to uh, Amir Khan, you know, so he was still kind of edging, but people were still fascinated with him from coming from that to where he's at now, where, even, like, posting a picture of him smoking a cigar with an open shirt with his spots all hanging out, fans still get a big yeah. smile. Watch. I've seen this guy living the dream, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It- my Donna was fun to watch. Uh, the first time I ever saw him fight was when he, you know, got Victor Ortiz's soul like literally out of his body and kept it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like uh, he just broke that kid's will that day. You know what I mean? Because Victor Ortiz was putting on him. You saw the difference in class early. Victor Ortiz naturally looked at the better fighter, but you know sometimes boxing because it, it there's more to it than that, and and will is a real thing. And uh, Maidana just beat the will out of him, you know, and and that day I was a fan You know, I was like that's what I like in fighters. I like guys that you know Even even when you're like outclassing me it ain't over yet because I got something else for you And we saw that a lot throughout his career. Oh, yeah, you know Even the uh, the Khan fight I mean Khan got out of that fight by a skin of his teeth Because Maidana didn't stop coming. No, you know people forget Maidana got chopped with a body shot I believe in the first round most guys
0: would have just stayed down. He got back up, you know, and so it was, it was on point. It was right on the solar. Yeah. plexus you would think that. Yeah, most guys would have honestly have been different because when you get dropped yeah. like that and you get the wind knocked out of you, it takes a few rounds for you to kind of like kind of regain your composure, get your legs back underneath you. But, Chino is just a different breed. This is a guy that comes from a country where, you know, you have to fight for everything you're going to eat. And this guy fought exactly that way at that time against Amir Khan. Yeah. Out of those three guys, you said Lucas Matisse. I'm not sure. Lucas has still got that eye, man, that kind of troubles me. Because, you know, Victor Polstow is not yeah. known for as a knockout artist. He's just got a phenomenal jab. Uh, it's not, it hasn't been there in a, of late. But that's what hurt Lucas Matisse. It's interesting. But if I was a gambling man, And I I was there betting on Evander Holyfield, Lucas Matisse, and uh, Chino Madonna. I'm going to go with Chino Madonna. I think that if he was to make a comeback, he does a much better comeback than he would against Evander Holyfield, which I don't think Evander will come back for um, the amount of money that would be. I think Evander is going to outprice himself, to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? Uh, Just way outprice himself. And... At his age and the range where he's at, when was the last time that Evander fought?
1: Yeah. Like, it's been a long time. Plus, he's old, bro. The dude's been yeah. old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, old people look at him and say, dude, you're old. Like, you know, like, at this point. Um, Evander, I, I don't know about Evander, bro. Or Tyson, by the way. But, um, I guess my only thing with Maidana is how much weight and how long he's been out. You know what I mean? Um, but... You know, I, I I'd still be excited if he came back
0: though. I would too. You know, and I know that like Lucas Matisse and Madonna, that was a dream fight for a lot of us hardcore boxing fans. We wanted it should see have It should have happened, but they both were interested because they fought the they fought each other four times in the amateurs, so they felt like it was like there was no unfinished business in their opinion. Right. That sucks for us because we're like unfinished. We didn't get to see these fights, you know. And we all know the amateurs and the pros are completely different. There's no headgear. The The gloves are going to be a different size. There's going to be a lot of blood being flown across the ring. Right, right.
1: Yeah, and and and, dude, a stadium in Argentina, like you know what I mean? Like they could have done something with that fight.
0: Oh, they could have done. Yeah, yeah. How how far and gone and past is that fight? I'm not sure. I think they could still make it happen. If they both were serious about making a comeback and they do a slight buzz, they look half decent. decent. I think that fights can still measure up of doing something fairly, yeah. fairly, pretty good. You know, what I mean, look, look. If we were able to get guys that we thought that were done and over the over the hill, Gotti and Ward, yeah. why couldn't we get Madonna versus Matisse? So
1: that could be this generation's Gotti Ward, like you know, it, it, can. it I, can. Although yeah. I, I think they're a bit. Um, so that's you know. It's never too late. Look, look, Vargas fought Mallorca when they were both like way past it. You know what I mean? So, and it wasn't that bad of a fight.
0: So it could definitely happen. Oh yeah, I would love to see it. I, uh, you know, I would be right there. You know, even 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 at the weight of whatever they side, if they can even make a catch weight, like reach a catch weight, you know, uh, one fifty four. If Madonna can't get yeah. past, down one sixty, and Lucas can only make one forty seven. But can make 154. If they're willing to make that happen, I I would be willing to be. I'm not a I'm not a catch weight guy. I'm not, I don't like catch weights, but right. I would go for that. I don't know about you. I would be like, okay, I, I'm I'm cool with that. Let's make that happen. That's I, it's, Do I it don't work. mind if, it,
1: if it's to make this fight happen and it's not for a title. Why not? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. For it. So we saw that Steven Espinoza, uh, the director of Showtime Sports. Mentioned on his Twitter um, that uh, Leo Santa Cruz and Javante Tank Davis strong possibility it's going to happen uh, before the eight year ends here uh, on pay per view Showtime. What do you think? I got three questions. Is it pay per view sure. worthy? D style? Uh, how can can Leo Santa Cruz withstand the power of Tank if it can make weight, and can the Tank withstand the the output? the the workman uh ship of Leo Santa Cruz.
1: Yeah. Um he, here's what I'll say, man. Uh first the pay-per-view. Is a pay-per-view worthy? In my opinion, no. You know what I mean? Um, I've always been to the belief that you should never really have your first pay-per-view fight against someone that's never really been on pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Like even if you go back like Deloya started you know going on pay-per-view or I I don't remember the child the who?
0: You froze up here, D. All right, can you hear me now? Yeah, got you. Go now. You're yeah. the who? No, no. Just just in
1: general, I'm just a firm believer that for you to enter the pay per view market, you need to fight somebody that's established and you know there. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, just personally, like two guys on their first pay per view ever have, if you look back, have never done good numbers. You know, right. uh, for the most part, you always need that one guy. So, no, I think this is a showtime fight. You know, showtime championship boxing or um, on Fox Sports or something like that. You know what I mean? So, I don't think it's a pay per view fight. Can Leo withstand the punch, the punching power of Tank Davis? Look, if Tank Davis lands flush on anybody, he could hurt anybody. Right? Right. So, can he withstand it? A lot, no. Uh, he's going to have to make sure he doesn't get hit that much. Uh, as far as the workmanship of Leo, look, if if Tank can't take out Leo in the first four or five rounds, in my opinion, it's going to be a long night for Tank, in my opinion. A long night. And yeah. uh, especially, and let me just tell you right now, if Tank Davis shows up in the same shape he showed up against Gamboa, he's losing that fight. Be, he's going to have to come in, in shape to fight Leo because that's going to be a lot of work, bro. He's going to put him to work, right? Like the landscapers
0: outside, it's gonna make him work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I I I agree with you. You know, here's the thing with with Leo Santa Cruz is he tailor made for Javante Davis? Yes, but is Javante Davis tailor made for Leo Santa Cruz? Yes. This is why it makes it makes sense for these two guys to mix it up. You know. Um, I know Abner Morris wanted a piece of Javante Davis. I, th- I thought that fight was probably going to go first, go ahead before uh, Leo Santa Cruz was brought into the picture. But if you look at both guys, uh, Leo's a lot bigger than Abner Morris, you know? And Javante Va- Davis is not the biggest dude in the world as well. But frame-wise, he's a much wider guy. But Leo, too, he's got broad shoulders for a smaller guy. Very broad shoulders. Yeah. You know, my thing is that what I like about Leo Santa Cruz's style is he's very consistent and he's like a lawnmower. He is like a lawnmower. He just keeps buzzing away. He keeps going and going and going and going. Where Javante Davis, guys that he's fought, even like when he fought uh Yorick's Gamboa, where he's having troubles with uh was Gamboa was not he's not a buzzsaw, like a Leo. So the pressure is what I'm looking at from Leo. Can Leo be consistent? The thing is, though, is you can't allow Javante Davis to have that space and have that time to counterpunch and throw a sneaky uppercut because that's where he's going to catch Leo Santa Cruz, in my opinion, It's from underneath uh, the guard of Leo Santa Cruz. I, li- I like this fight a whole lot, man. I don't know about is it. pay per view Is it pay-per-view worthy? Shit! If this was a year ago, I would say hell no, but right now since we ain't got no fucking fight, oh. me, bro Hey, give me my wallet. Where's my wallet? Boom. There it is I'll pay hey. my money for this fight because I want to see something like that I think that that it sets president of of a good fight going forward But I agree with the guy saying like what what the hell do we have Showtime for this should be a Showtime event? Absolutely. I agree with you but I think that what what Showtime is looking at is that they really are getting good fights at them i mean they, they get good fights but it's not javante davis i mean they really used them up for that one fight with york is gamboa and i think that was a stepping stone for them to see how well the numbers were doing is it going to bring out the crowd and it did i think that's the next step for showtime is to k okay, okay now let's move them to pay-per-view that's our game plan with them let's move them that way we test the waters with them on pay-per-view and the best Optional name available would be Leo Santa Cruz, and I think that's a good name for them to test those pay per view waters. Is it something we want? Is it something we want to see disappear because of the OTT uh era? Absolutely right, but as of right now, I give you my money for that fight.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm paying for the fight too. i are paying for the fight <laughs> regardless, bro, bro. Like, right now, like, I'm uh, um, because like you, I, I was never big on fantasy fights, you know. Yeah. Because I, I you know, dude's never going to fight, you know. But, you know, that's what I'm doing now. And I'm having fun doing it. But, you know, I'd rather do fantasy, talk fantasy boxing than watch UFC. I mean, that's me. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take a, a live action boxing fight right now for sure. You know what I mean? Right. I've been waiting for The Zone to put on a card just so I can subscribe to their app again. You know what I mean? I'll be one of the. I'll be the. I guarantee I'll be the first one to subscribe to the zone. Ain't nobody gonna beat me to that first spot. As soon as they have a card on, I'm gonna watch it. You know what I mean? Um, But as as far as that goes, uh, I agree with you. I'll pay for it. But but I'm a bloodthirsty boxing fan, though.
0: Blood bloodthirsty. Now, uh uh, Nado goes can tank. Let me put it put it up here again on the screen here. Can take can tank make one thirty, or does he pay off? Uh, Leo Santa Cruz for extra uh, few extra pounds of the day for the fight a la Mayweather Marquez I think he does. I, I don't think he makes it bro. 130 I think it's so hard for tank Davis to make that weight that I think he's gonna strive to it But I think during like close to maybe let's say two months away from the fight or a month away from that fight I think he's gonna say screw it Give him what he wants give him that money and I think that it's gonna hurt him Either way, making one thirty, I don't even think they should even go. If I was Tank Davis's team, I would say no, no, no way at one thirty. Right, right. One thirty-five. Let's keep it at one thirty-five. This is where we moved up to. Let's go there, Leo. You want it? Move up to one thirty-five. If you don't want it, don't come here. But I don't. I don't see why they would jeopardize uh, uh, starving themselves to make one thirty when they've had so much problems. You know, cutting to that weight. It's gonna be. It's more of an advantage. For Leo Santa Cruz in my opinion because he's gonna be uh, uh, Withdrawn uh, his his timings reflex will be off. It, I mean shit. He was off at 135 He couldn't even make 135 D style couldn't even make that weight too
1: um, I mean, He can but he, man, Davis and Neri must have some I mean, they have this thing in common where like They don't take the weight serious for some reason you know what I mean? Hmm. And I would like to see him be, become more disciplined because you are going to be fighting an old Gamboa forever. You know what I mean? Like uh, Leo Santa Cruz and especially like the other guys, Domachenko, Haney, Teofimo Lopez. Man, you got to come in shape against those guys, bro.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get the kid. I don't understand why. You, I, I think he may. I, I think there's a little a of, 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 of bit of things that are going on. With the, I think that Gamboa didn't take serious because everybody was knocking Gamboa out. Okay, Gamboa is, right. needs to target. His jaw has never been like the iron chin of like Antonio Margarito or Oscar De La Hoya, even like Miguel Cotto. I mean, Miguel Cotto was getting dropped, but Miguel Cotto on his best days was very difficult to stop. You know. Um, I think that tank goes, I I could take this guy out. I can I can you know get past them and then move forward. He was looking at the dollar signs. He wasn't looking at the opponent. But any question yeah. about everything else? And if this was a one time you know deal, in my opinion, if they, I would be like, okay, this kid, he had a, he had an off night, but he's had more than an off night, more than once in front of our eyes, off of his uh, of his performances and stuff. So it's a big question. How old is the tank? Oh, a tank is pretty. What, he's like in his mid 20s?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure on the age. I think mid 20s sounds about right.
0: G Funk says he favors Santa Cruz right now. Tank has been disappointing lately. Yep. I I agree with you, bro. I agree with you. You know? I mean, the the only reason we're kind of key, like,
1: look, Tank has real power and good natural ability. That's the only reason. You know, we we take him serious as a as a prize fighter when we talk about matchups, right? Right. If Tank didn't have natural power, natural ability, and he had this discipline, we, we wouldn't even know who Tank Davis is. All right, that's the reality. Hmm.
0: I mean, he does. He's got he's got natural power. He, he's fun to watch. There's no yeah. question about that. He's absolutely fun. To watch, you know, uh, i like to watch the kid. I'd like to see him get a bit serious Right now. I think I gotta agree with everybody. I think that if he doesn't take Santa Cruz serious and he doesn't Find A solution to his weight problem Okay, yep. weight issue Uh, there's a strong possibility that Santa Cruz Just gives him a beating, you know, I don't know if he I, I don't know if he stops him can Santa? I mean, Santa Cruz has never kind of no. shown that he's one of those guys that not. I mean, he's kind of like a he. He, he reminds me of uh, 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 of uh, Giovanni Seguro, but without the power. And, but but a much Something better like boxer, that, no. much better boxer than G, G, Giovanni. Better
1: boxer um, without the power, definitely.
0: Yeah, you, right. I mean, who
1: but because a Tank like that? has that power, that's why I can't even tell you for sure who's going to win. You know what I mean? But. um I, I'm, I'm I Gotta am i be honest, bro. I gotta wait on the way in I got to see the way in and Assess it from there, you know, see how tank looks how and he how struggled?
0: did he struggle with it? Was this a yeah. better camp? Like what was he doing and and if he does make it well if he does Like if, if he doesn't struggle, what, okay, what were you doing? What was it that you were doing that was bad before? You know does that tell exactly. us how does that tell us he's an Andy Ruiz? At one thirty-five, is he the Andy Ruiz at one thirty-five?
1: You know, if if these problems continue, uh, Nery might give him a run for his money for that title. But if, if these problems continue, <laughs> uh, yes, you know what I mean. Hmm. I, we would have to say so.
0: All right, man. let's goes to our last thing here. Let's see. Uh... Let's put it up here really quick here. I was talking to D style and I was like hey, man Who do you think gets knocked out by the but before this year ends because it looks like box is gonna come back in June You know top rank and, uh, uh you know, even like golden boy They've been flirting with it. top Rank and definitely have said that they're they're gonna bring boxing They're just not sure where they're gonna post where, where they're gonna, you know, uh, post it at is it gonna be at, like a at Reno uh, Vegas more likely it's gonna start probably being Reno Reno is gonna be more accepting Uh, of uh of doing something but yet again vegas is opening up uh casinos the floors are open and uh people are starting to like you know filter through and stuff like that um you're starting to see businesses slowly just kind of uh reviving getting getting back up on the scene and stuff so
1: yeah Yeah.
0: i asked east style give me a list give me your names who do you think gets knocked out before the end of the year um and i wanted to make it interesting dude I was like, should we like put a bet? Should we bet or something? If anybody wants to put a bet and if you get it right, i tell you what, like I got all these like custom pictures that have been taken by photographers from ringside. Okay? And and I don't know if you can see that. See that? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are all from ringside. These are not from magazines. These are from photographers that, that sent me this. And um, I never did anything with them. And I got a bunch of them, man. You know, they're going to fall on my hand. Look, look, right here. Oh, Holy shit. field. Oh, shit. We got Fernando Vargas. Right he could tell us what happened. Hey, man, he pushed me down those heels, man. So um, we got that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, just, that's... uh. Remember the snake? The snake without see,
1: man. Okay, yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. Bit
0: Costa. Let me see what it, This one, that, that one. Great stuff, bro. That. It's really good stuff. Right there. So, I, I want let's, to let's do a bet here, dude. This one I can't give you guys, man, because this is my idol right here. But I can't give it. I just wanted to show you guys. There's Salvador Sanchez with Danny Little Red Lopez. Oh, That's okay. That's one right there. I couldn't give that one up. But I got like Roy Jones. I'll take that one. No. You, got, you want the Roy Jones? No, no. <laughs> Salvador Sanchez one. <laughs> uh, so, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, man. Th- you must thinking. have forgot. I'm thinking okay, put a name. Give me a name. Who you think is gonna get knocked out. Um, should we make it hard or we should just do a name, like just base like name, if they get that name right. But I might end up being I, too many goddamn people. I think you gotta give me a name and the round that you think that person gets knocked out. What do you think? Sure. I think that Well, a- I'll give you a name. So I,
1: I, I think that pull is uh, not gonna pull it out of the fight this time. He's gonna actually get in the ring with AJ. I think that fight's gonna happen and I think AJ's gonna knock him out. Hmm. But you know but I don't know if anybody in the chat wants the end to give the round.
0: You got pull up getting knocked out.
1: Oh yeah. But pull up's getting knocked out by the end of the year for sure. Um I would say AJ, but I I don't think he's gonna fight again after uh actually I don't know. Hmm. If he fights Pullip he might fight again. I think Joshua might go to sleep again. Against who though? I don't know. Tyson Fury. Man, he's been talking about fighting Fury, right? If he fights Fury, I think I think he might go to sleep.
0: Mm, That's a tough one. That is a tough one, man. I don't know. Tyson Fury. I think Tyson Fury's got Deontay Wilder's number, though. I was telling you that. Remember, I was like, I don't know. I think if they fight again, and if it happens, if if that step aside money doesn't work, excuse me, doesn't work out for. uh, Deontay Wilder to step aside for Tyson Fury and AJ to go at it and they, you know, De Wilder's like, no, fuck that. Give me my money. Let's let's make this fight because I want to redeem myself. I want to redeem myself for myself and for the uh, the ring walk uh, um, attire. Um, I think that, that Tyson gets Deontay Wilder out of there again. I think that right hand, they have figured out, the Kronk right hand, is got a target on uh Deontay Wilder's chin. Uh Chicano Prophet and uh, nopal is saying that uh Triple G. They think triple G. G gets knocked out before the year ends.
1: Okay. Uh look, here's what I'll say. Mm. while well, I understand that that Tyson Fury uh stopped Wilder, um and he may have gotten there whether it was one or two more rounds. He hurt Wilder very early in FI, and it took him. Even though Wilder, he was off balance, he wasn't all there. His equilibrium obviously looked off to me, and he still couldn't take him out. You know what I mean? Like, like he was putting a beating on him, but he couldn't take him out of there. So I, I don't see him doing like a one-hitter quitter on him. He's gonna, it's gonna have to be sustained. And unless the same scenario happens where he hurts him early, I don't, I don't, I don't think. He might win the decision, but I don't think he knocks out Wilder again. That's – that's. Hmm. But if anybody thinks he will, they could give us a round.
0: Okay, so so far we got AJ, Deontay Wilder, Gennady Golovkin. You think Gennady Golovkin gets knocked out by Canelo? The rubber match, if that happens? They're talking about September. I, if not September, it'll probably be December. Actually, I do. I, I think Kanovo stops. What round? What round do you guys got?
1: Late. late I think around 10, round 11.
0: Damn. If, like I had give, if I had to give a, a round, if I had to give a round, I would go fucking Chicano Prophet took it ready, bro. Round 9. Chicano. <laughs> <laughs> He got it out before I could round nine. Yeah, round nine, dude. That's a good round right there. Yeah. That that that's a good round. I think that that's enough work for Canelo to get to 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 soften up the body, set so the head follows with Gennady Golovkin. Yeah. I just don't think Gennady. I don't. I don't think that Gennady's done yet. In my opinion, you know, I know everybody thinks that Gennady's done. Nopal got seven. Woo, that's a brave one right there. I t- so, so, this is what we're going to do. Give me the name of your fighter, and we'll keep this up every week. We'll bring up the names of whoever you guys think is going to get knocked out, um, you know, by the end of the year, and then pick the round. And then by the end of the year, you know, I'll make sure that we got a good good enough prize. And if two or three fights happen, let's say those three fighters, uh, three fights that fighters that you pick get knocked out, um, you know, However, the, the, it, it works and all that. You're still going to get something. Don't worry about it. You know, uh, a picture and something else. I'll figure something else out that we can we can uh, uh, right. send out. I don't know, D style t shirt, uh, leaving a ring t shirt uh, along with that. Um, I tell you what, I, I th- this is a great. How about my landscaper? I send you my landscaper to your house. <laughs> Cut your lawn. <laughs> hey. It's a, a D style
1: t shirt or a landscaper. And, uh, I need my landscaping done. G- t- funk.
0: we'll send G- funk but- over there. We'll send G Funk over there to cut your grass. He he'll cut He'll pitch you here, and G Funk to come down to your pla- your, pla- uh, your pad to cut your grass. We'll <laughs> put
1: on a V T shirt on G Funk, and he'll cut the grass. With, you know what I mean? Let's <laughs> get the whole thing. Um, look, man, I think I think Rochelle can knock out Oscar
0: Valdez and do that fight. Huh? That was happen already, but it's another one. Uh Lomachenko round seven for Nado um, for what oh for, against Fimo Lopez you Think he knocks him out or or Lomachenko gets knocked out.
1: I think I think if Lomachenko wins I honestly believe it's a it's a wide decision or something like that. Yeah I think Theo Theo Fimo Lopez's power is real I uh, showed he showed me that when the Comey fight and he's done it more than once so against other fighters, bro He might knock out Lomachenko, bro I know all the Lomax se-
0: sexuals aren't going to like hearing that, but uh, <laughs> he's got a strong possibility. The what he's, what we we saw him do, you know, I mean, Teofimo Lopez, I mean, the the guy's got real power. I I the only thing I see this is what I think. I think if Teofimo Lopez doesn't catch, Basili uh, Lomanchenko early, it's going to be his Lomanchenko night. i okay. I'm, I'm giving. Lopez, six rounds. He's got round one and round six to get him out of there. If he doesn't do it, because Lomachenko seems to turn it on after that sixth round, the seventh round. It's like, you know, he watches everything, and then he ends up studying you, and then he aces the test. That's what we, yeah. we've seen. He did it with Jorge Linares, you know. Uh, 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 he, when he turned it on, when he turned it up, dude, it was like a different beast in there. You know, so that, that that's a very interesting uh, uh, fight there. So Who do you got for that fight again? You think Lomachenko or you think uh, Teofimo Lopez wins that by knockout? Uh, well me, I'm favoring Lomachenko to win
1: by decision um, But but it's possible Definitely it, it possible that Teofimo Lopez could spark him and chop and
0: him Oh mm. God that would be great. You know how much big Okay, here's another bit. How big? How much bigger does right now? I mean, Teofimo Lopez is pretty big on his shoulders and stuff. How many more inches do you think he grows if he knocks out Lomachenko?
1: Yeah, a lot. I don't know how many, but a lot. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think uh, it, it, it's. I'm telling you, bro, that would be huge deal for Teofimo Lopez. Uh, a lot of fans out of Honduras from too man. It's oh. uh, really popular over there. I I did some live calls of his fights, you know, with some um, on my channel, and bunch of like, I'm talking hundreds of people from Honduras just listening because they, they didn't have a way to watch the fights. Wow. Uh, whoever has television rights in Honduras needs to get it. They want to watch him fight. Yeah, you know what I mean,
0: it's gonna be. I I think I think. Uh, uh... Like G Funk right now. If he catches Lomo, yeah, yeah, he puts him to sleep. But I don't know. Do you Loma, agree? It's to happen early, though. Lomo's got a solid chin, man. You know. Um, well, I tell you, it has to happen early. It has. Because yeah,
1: like first three rounds, that's his window. After that, it's a wrap.
0: But also, too, every it's it, history has shown it with Lomachenko. When you drop him, you hurt him. He comes back. He's like an Eric Morales. He he wants to get you back, you know. It's you you kind of like hurt his ego. How about how about about this fight here? Uh, Jorge Linares versus uh, Ryan Ryan Garcia.
1: Yeah. Oh, Linares going to sleep, bro. That's a good one. He's going to sleep. Like like, dude, Ryan Garcia has a quick first snap. That first punch. Like, it's quick, bro. He has quick hands, and uh, Lenares is is getting sparked, bro. I I, I like Lenares, but he's getting stopped in that fight.
0: I think, you know what I think? I think that Lenares is going to school the shit out of uh, Ryan Garcia. But, dude, I think you're right. I think that as soon as that kid lands left or right, that's it. That's it. Lenars is going to be all over the place and stuff, you know. Ag, I don't think you're the only one. I think that that Lomachenko. I think Lomachenko. Uh, I think because there's two sides of Lomachenko, you know. I think Basili comes out first, then Lomachenko comes out second in his fights. So I, I'm just curious that if Tefimo Lopez does he catch him? Does he catch him early? Now remember, guys, if you want to get this bet in, if you guys want to participate in this bet here. Uh, You've got to email me at leaving a ring. Give me the fights that you think or the I mean the fighters that you think are going to get knocked out by the end of the year. Give me the round got to get that round in and then uh, and then you you'll get your prize at the end of the year. It's going to end at uh, uh, December 31st. It's, that should be, you know, December 31st. Look, if I was one of you guys,
1: I would do either Pulev because I think he's going to sleep against Joshua um or or Linatus, but that's me. You know what I mean? Hmm. I think those are the most for
0: sure ones. But those are for sure ones, though. Let's talk. Let's scratch that one out. Okay. Let's scratch out the 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 pull of one. Well, no, we can't. We can't. Oscar Valdez. We can't, no, we can't. You know why? Because AJ could get knocked out in that fight too. Because the, he, I mean, honestly, when he fought Ruiz, he didn't look that great. What what did we see there that showed that? AJ is that confident with that chin sticking right. out there and Now how, do, how confident are we that AJ is gonna go after pull and stand his ground? Knowing in the back of the head that he's been dropped and laid out
1: Right. I, I I hear that. I mean here, here's a knockout. Many people aren't aren't saying I Think and I think this fight's gonna happen Oscar Valdez against uh, Miguel Burchelt. I think Burchelt stops him I think he stops him in a fight. I, I I believe in Burchelt's power Great fighter by the way and and while i think valdez uh you know has a future still you, you, can't, you can't win every fight though i think brichelle might be a little too much for him right now i think he stops him.
0: okay so if we got an overwhelming amount of people that are picking the same fights i think we should go with the first what uh, i don't know I, I you know what we got to play it out let's see how it goes Let's go off with the end of this month. I mean, I mean, I think everybody's gonna have different picks of what they're gonna think, you know. But but you got to get the round. That's the one thing you got to get that. So if you're picking uh, Polov to be knocked out, you you got to pick that round, and you got to be on point in that round. If you're picking Linardis to lose to get knocked out, you got to pick that round. You got to get that round. So I think that's where we're gonna end up, like uh, making it uh, fair for everybody, you know. So if you think Eddie Golovkin's gonna lose, get knocked out, then pick that round and by the end of the year, you know. Um sure. we'll we'll definitely find out. Um Tank Davis and, and Leo Santa Cruz. If you gotta pick who you think's gonna get stopped in that fight, send it in. Put that in there.
1: You know. Good pick, man. You guys gotta get
0: the you gotta get the hat trick, the winner, the knockout, and the round. That's it. Yeah. You know. I'd love to put money on on that man. I think uh, God, I'd like to see Lenaris knock out Ryan Garcia. I gotta tell you the truth, man. I, I like Ryan. I think Ryan's good for the sport, but um, yeah. I just can't stand how he's so upright with his with his stance. He's like, the right. kid is like so inviting. You, you know what I mean? Like I even want to punch it when I watch him. You know? I'm like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? You ever get those? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like they're like, look at this guy, man. Like, dude, cover your chin. The kid doesn't do it you know
1: it's going to take someone to crack him bro he might have to get knocked out to learn you know what i mean it might be better for the long run but he he, he may have to mm. you know learn I the hard mean, way
0: I, I maybe Linatus, Linatus, though, him out. i don't know i think leonardis can do that though i think leonardis can surprise uh, uh ryan garcia i mean who's the better fighter i mean take out the power cuz has got good power too got great right. hand speed ryan is probably a couple notches above Lenatis right now in hand speed, but the better classic boxer. It's got to go hands down for Lenatis.
1: Yeah, Lenatis is look man Lenatis, it just turned out that his chin is shaky. Okay, yeah, that's that's my main issue with him, and uh, Just cuts easy, you know, what I mean those are yeah. two main issues they have with Lenatis. And, and but when dude was a prospect, bro Everyone knew wow. the skills. I mean, he's a very skilled fighter And and, you know it's just that you know when dudes a prospect, you don't know a lot about you know their you know punch resistance, how good is your chin, how easy do they cut, and you you don't really know that until you see it happening. And but speaking of that, Hmm. you never know, man. Ryan Garcia may be that kid that everybody says, man. Remember when everybody was high on Ryan, and then Linares knocked him out. Like you you never know, he might be that kid.
0: Is he our Oscar De La Hoya? Am I that deal? <laughs> Am I that no, uncle no, no. that hated on uh, uh, Ryan Garcia? No, no, no. You know what I mean? I'm not sure. You know, I, like I said, I like Ryan. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan. I got. I, I'll admit it. I was not a fan. I mean, people know that it, that tuned in and listened to the for years. I I was not a fan of the kid. You know. Uh, AJ put, Brian is the next Amir Khan. That's a strong possibility. Yeah. Lama Yama said, Ryan is Amir khan I've yeah. never heard that before, but cool. That's cool. Dude, that's a great assessment right there, AJ. AJ 10, that is a... Yeah, well, that's the perfect way of design, uh, describing... At this moment, we don't know how Ryan Garcia's chin is. And I think that we're going to find out what Jorge Linares... You know, if Jorge Linares was able to... to really, I mean, he was boxing uh of a silly Lomachenko and even got low, dropped. St- low yeah dropped him you you know and was winning the fight until he got turned around when when gotcha. yeah when Lomachenko decided to to step it up you know uh 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 play catch-up with uh uh, uh Jorge Linares. so two things that come to mind to me, right the two the two questions that that go in for me to ask about this fight happening is did Lomonteco take out the remainder? What's left of Jorge Linares, uh, and does Jorge Linares this time go out there feel like the more accomplished, confident fighter than Ryan Garcia? You know, and does he allow Ryan Garcia to beat Ryan Garcia in there on the fight night? Very, very interesting fight, man. I think, I think though, yeah. I think that Jorge Linares puts Ryan Garcia in some trouble. I think he rocks him. Before he gets knocked, before Linares gets knocked out.
1: Yeah, man, uh, I, I just think it's, uh, it comes down to that chin. I'm not confident in Linares' chin, and Ryan, I mean, strikes so fast, bro, and it's with power, and it's going to land at some point, and it's going to knock out Linares, but um, hopefully Lenardis could do enough in that fight to show Ryan, I have a lot to work on, you know, what I mean it's that that's 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 the key, you know ho- Hopefully like because knockouts and, and shout out to Dwyer from YouTube Yeah, he, he's always said this and it's his line. He says knockouts give people amnesia, right? Including fighters and, and you know guy we have a whole fight. We have all this data Guy knocks the other guy out everyone forgets the trouble that fighter had that whole fight You know they just remember the knockout even the fighters like hey, I got it done. Okay Uh, I set them up or whatever they want to say But you still have to think about all the trouble you had and I think the best fighters Assess themselves even when they win and can see you know what those rounds. I lost I got to work on that because the knockouts not always going to bail me out Mm -hmm. I'm gonna run into that guy that I'm gonna crack and I'm not gonna knock out. What am I gonna do then? You know, so th- that's the important thing. So it's a good it's a good fight for Ryan It's a dangerous fight because you never know uh, I'm favoring Ryan because of the power though, and hopefully it's a fight. He could learn from
0: Yeah, I think we got some good names out there right now About who we think is gonna get knocked out by the end of the year guys like I said send your picks in to leave leaving the ring give me the name give me the round and uh, We'll work something where uh, the winners for the winners and all that and most definitely, I know what's going to be in the package is going to be G Funk coming to your house and cutting that grass because uh, if that's one thing that G Funk's not how to do is keep the grass green, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> really quick, man, to make some quick analysis. G Funk doesn't even—he doesn't use the one that you got, boom, boom. It's Not that one, bro. He does the push one, bro. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? Like, he told me, hey, he told me he does the one with what he just gets scissors, eh? Oh shit! he's just that, yeah, that's super Mexican
1: right there. And Back gets, in the day, and then, then Mag Dog, right? Mad
0: Dog, Mad Dog screams at all the leaves and all that, and they just like uh, <laughs> you know pile themselves up and stuff so they can be raked up and 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 put into the recycling bin and stuff. That's what I that's what he told me. You know, I've seen, uh-huh. seen the bleeding. but he's not that far from me. He's in Sacramento. I'm over here in Riverbank, California. Uh, real quick, I believe. be sure to go down to D-Style's channel if you haven't yet. Subscribe to him. He's got some great shows every week. Uh, a lot of content uh, that D-Style dishes is out here uh, for the YouTube audience. Uh, great stuff, man. I always have a chance. So fantasy stuff. I'm not a fantasy matchup guy, but I got to tell you, dude, you, you're doing a great job in how you're doing it. You even get me arguing because I don't get to catch it all the time live. And sometimes some of your guys, which you got, you got a great panel. I'll argue with them, like, what the f- How the fuck are you gonna pick this dude over this dude or that dude? But it's just that's what good boxing content is all about. It's to sit there and it and gets a- heated. Yeah, like, like it, it,
1: it, they almost get in a fight. It's a good thing we're virtual. We're well, not in person, but yeah, um like dude, I remember days when people get in fights at bars, arguing boxing. <laughs> but um but yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, we do a tournament i um, gonna take a break because it, it's a lot of work because the way oh, yeah. I do it. I, I Have people select the names. They draft out the matchups. I don't do that. You know what I mean? Right and then we, It's just the whole it's the whole process. It's 32 fighters in total so You know right. it, and a lot of breakdowns and but but the one main thing though and and what I realize is that fantasy matchups in all honesty a lot of a lot of people learn. A lot of young boxing fans learn a lot about these fighters. Right. You know, they they just learn a lot about them. You know, and I had a lot of people say, "Man, I learned a lot about fighters today. I learned things about. I only knew Hagler as a dude that Leonard moved up to beat, but that's all you knew Hagler for. But yeah, there's a lot of people like that. You know what I mean? Um, and also, I think, and there's still out there there's a lot of people think Roy Jones was unbeatable, and they were in shock when he was eliminated in the middleweight tournament. But we we broke it down. Some agreed, some disagreed. But I think it opened some eyes mm-hmm. that this is a sport with a lot of history, a lot of great fighters, and well, we'll never know like who would no. win because they're not going to
0: fight each other. What makes it fun though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, is that there are if if you look at the every corner, and aspect of that fighter, the flaws, and what made them great. Yeah, you know, and you make comparisons, you know, like for instance, like Salvador Sanchez to me was the epitome of Mexican fighters. But if you brought up another fighter, you know, of any error and you you did comparisons of of, of like uh, uh, times of when this person fought this guy or that guy, um, what the other opponent brought to the table, could Salvador could, what you know like the flaws? I I could easily go okay, I can see your your case, but. You know, I'm an old head, so I'm always going to stick up for Salvador Sanchez. I'm going to be like, well, because I mean, even like my my older brother, bro, we've gotten like in in each other faces about because he's a Julio Cesar Chavez guy. And he's like, how could you pick Salvador Sanchez over Julio, blah, blah, blah. And then when you start throwing up like the opponents, you know, it's just that's what makes the beauty, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you can make a great debate and discussion and, and, and then have open ears to listen to the other guys. Uh, you know, uh, valid points of their fighter or who they're talking right. about, you know, so yeah, it's really entertaining. I really liked it, man. I've enjoyed your fantasy fights and stuff, you know. Um, so uh, there's a couple shows that I got going. Uh, the stack up, I did one show with a guy from uh, Fight Hub. If you haven't checked it out, go and check it out. It's called the stack up, and it's kind of like the same thing, except for yours is like a bracket, mine is just making. Uh, it's like, how does this fighter stack up to the current fighters right. of today? Uh, which I'm going to do again. I got another uh, uh, set of names that I want to work on. Also, uh, uh, the chronics of, of Leaving in the Ring. It's just me going back of old interviews I've done, uh, you know, of fighters before they were famous or before they were household names, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Go check that out if you haven't. And then I'm, I am now doing a podcast, which is called Gloves Down beers up which is basically what I mean is I'm not gonna talk boxing um, I'm actually gonna talk with other people of, of some interest that I have like either it, it, they're in the music business uh, you know uh, um, and it, uh, you know uh, outside of the boxing realm it's it's just stuff of my interest what I find
1: right, right. kind
0: of interesting and then wherever the conversation goes and stuff so if you haven't had a chance I just did one uh, interview the first episode of gloves down. Uh, beers up with Vicento Boss, uh, Nicaraguanian, Nicaro- uh, reggaeton, uh, uh, recording artist who grew up in Nicaragua at the age of five. This guy was carrying an, uh, an AR. He uh, moved to Brooklyn, uh, saw his uncle get shot at a phone booth in Brooklyn. That's why his parents moved into San Jose, California. Uh, it's a really good episode. Uh, we get into a lot of stuff. We talk about Takashi 69, um, things like that. And then, like always, we're always going to... Con- Continued coming on on doing and leaving the ring. I want to thank these style man for you, brother because I've been wanting to we, You know, our, our schedule always conflicts I hope we can do this on a regular base between me and you doing the show In uh, another shows because man, I had a really great time with you bro having you on Leave the ring I think the listeners as well. Uh, I, I think we did a, a great job together and uh, brought some great content tonight
1: Yeah, most definitely man and um, as of right now I don't have a set schedule per se because of quarantine. This whole thing is messing everybody up. But usually, I do shows from Mondays to Fridays, uh, Mondays to Thursdays, I should say, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Hispanics causing panics on Wednesdays is back though, and uh, we hope to have you on there, uh, Dave. This should be a good show.
0: Yeah, most, most, most definitely, man. Uh, again, guys, before we go, be sure to hit the subscribe button, hit that like button. Uh, and uh, make sure you hit that bell so you're notified every time we go live here on Leaving Ring. Don't forget to go to D Style's channel. Do this exact same thing. Keep supporting us, man. Uh, you know us channels that are doing YouTube. We've been doing YouTube for a very long time. Appreciate it anytime you guys come through. You got anything else uh, to add there, D Style?
1: Nah, man. Just a great show. Thank you again for for having me on. Shout out to everyone involved with Leave It in the Ring, and shout out to all boxing fans out there, man!
0: Absolutely, don't forget you got Johnny Zig that does uh, Effortless Talk Fights. Johnny does a, a variety of different interviews, and uh, he covers UFC, covers music. You also got Evan Rokowski who does uh, aficionados He Ooh. does the behind-the-scenes business of boxing, and then you got a uh, Boxing Esquire, uh, which is a it's just a full interviews. Uh, with people that are in the business. Again, guys, have a great night. Uh, Enjoy your guys' whole I don't know.
1: You know? I don't know about that UFC stuff, but everything else sounded great. (laughs) I know, man. I'm just kidding. I know, brother.
0: (laughs) Again, everybody, have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. This is Dave Duenas, uh, 97 Rough, and D-Style on Leaving the Ring.
1: Peace.